Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm the darkest just before the dawn. But I promise you, the dawn is coming. I'm your Malice. <laughs> this week, we're talking about Creed. Yeah, we're about done with Rocky. And then we, yeah. we'll move on to... I'm not going to say greener pastures because this is probably the greenest pastures. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. 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 This is definitely one of the best franchises yeah. that we've done. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, we'll talk about it. Um, read off them scores, boy. So Creed from 2015, directed by Ryan Coogler, has a nine or 95% critic score in Rotten Tomatoes and an 89% audience score. Interesting. Which... The highest, Se- sec- second oh. highest critic score. Okay, and the highest audience score because so... because the first Rocky movie has a sixty nine percent for some reason. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. Um, do you want to do your best thing yeah. and your worst thing, so, sire? My best thing, I think, is overall how much this feels like a sequel to Rocky Bat Bullet, in a way, just kind of. I don't know. It, I, I found that really interesting that I feel like a lot of the themes and I feel like the characterization is still... The, I don't know that I, there has ever been a character near... Like, aside from maybe some of the... We're, we're approaching that level with some of the Marvel characters. And even then, like, movie to movie, it gets a little iffy. I don't know there's, that there's ever been a character who has been co- as consistently written and performed as Rocky Balboa. Like, I think you could argue some of the Harry Potter characters. Yeah. But... It's based on a book series. It's not. Yeah. They made each. It's movie. not just like somehow they're stringing this together. Yeah. And it's it's working out very well. Right. Um. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Like. Because I think. It's it just very much watching it. I was surprised at how much I just felt like I was watching. The next because I think there is a very clear break between five and Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I think that's there's like a needed sort of sort of stop and turn, um, to kind of get the franchise where they wanted to take the franchise with five, and they were like, okay, we can't keep doing this franchise the way we did the first five movies, and still try to go for this sort of angle on it. Like it 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 got too big and got too all over the place, that they felt the need to to step back, and then eventually come back to it with something a little more grounded and a little more just you know good gener- yeah and, well yeah but generally it just I don't I don't know grounded is probably the best word just very gritty um and Creed really does feel exactly like it, the fact that that Rocky's going to the grave of Adrian and Polly now yep as opposed like that's it, I, it really does feel like and, oh and we, his, we haven't his nothing's son, changed his son has moved away yeah he all literally all he has is the restaurant now yeah yeah um, which, thank you, nice bit of continuity that we're going back to the restaurant yep. and it looks the same. Yep, same like setup. Yeah, yeah. Like that would have been very easy to just be like, oh, it's the restaurant, it's fine, yeah. and they don't really focus on that too much. Like they even have the big painted mural of Rocky and Apollo fighting. Yep, in the background that was in Rocky Balboa. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, most people aren't going to notice that. But if you're a fan and you pay attention to it and you care more than most people, like myself, mm-hmm. 
those nice details are, are really appreciated. And that's why I like this series. On, because on the whole, they stick to the continuity yeah. very well. Yeah, sure. Which is funny because the fifth one probably messes with that. Yeah. Like it, and, it, and in return, it's probably the least cared about of any of these. Yeah. In the public consciousness, yeah. if I had to guess. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. It's strange. Um, I don't know, because, well, my, my worst thing is, I think, the fact that this is very formulaic. That's fair. I, Overall, I, I, the plot is is by the it's numbers. extremely similar. Like just, I don't know. It, every, I feel like we get to a point in every one of these movies where we do sort of feel like, okay, this is where it's going, and there might be some some changes about how the fight ends. Right. Like this one, they change it up a little bit because it's like, okay, he he almost knocked him out, but then he gets back up at the very end. Yeah. So it's like, okay, there's a new twist, and then he ends up losing by like split decision or whatever. Yeah. That's something kind of different. It's kind of fun. I just. And it, I don't know, it, it, it probably doesn't help that it feels very similar to Rocky Balboa in that it in that ending, specifically where it's like, oh, it, they end it with the the quote-unquote villain winning, but it also is is more like a, a victory for the, the loser, right. like for Rocky or for Creed. Right. I don't know, I just... I guess when, when everyone was losing their minds, and I think what it would happen... Honestly, is that everyone has forgotten how good all the other movies are, for the most part. I mean... Or they we, just remember the goofy parts. They, they yeah. don't remember the more grounded, real... Yeah. Actual, substantive like, stuff. I, I don't think this is the best movie in the franchise. And I think that was kind of the opinion I got going in. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to, like, harp on this too much. It's just, it kind of surprised me how much this still feels like a Rocky movie... And doesn't necessarily feel like it's breaking new ground, other than the fact that it is a cool sort of legacy movie, and, and right. you know, it's we are branching into a different character in a different direction, but it's still very much about Rocky. Um, I don't know; it's interesting. And I mean, again, I love it. Like it's a, it's a, it's a great movie, and I'm, I'm I'm not gonna like I'm not about to bash it because I don't really have many substantive actual problems. It just does kind of feel like. It's, it's it, the same it, it, sort of movie. They just updated it with a new cast. They made it a little more topical. It's it's, it's more modern. Soft reboot. Yeah, basically. Except again, it really does feel like the same franchise, which is spectacular. Like yeah. I, I don't know how they pulled this off. Yeah. Well, but, plus just by the nature of boxing, and there's only two yeah. possible endings you yeah. can have. It's it's harder to call cry foul on that than say like Force Awakens, where the ending is oh we're blowing up another Death Star. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it feels much less distracting because just by the nature of the plot that's kind of that's just what we're dealing with again yeah and it's it's the sort of thing where every one of these movies ends in a fight and I'm not saying that's a bad thing but it, it, it's always like okay we're building towards the fight we're building towards the fight and here's the fight there's not a whole lot of and I don't know how you'd, you'd handle this anyway in a way that's that creative, but there, there's just... Because... Uh, and it's smart in a way because they know that we know that the middle fights aren't going to matter. Going to matter? Words? In large part, like, because we're like, okay, well, this isn't the final fight. So the final fight is what's going to matter about, you know, the character, the legacy, whatever. And 
I guess that's that's why they don't bother with having sort of middle-ish fights, fights that, that take place that kind of, you know, change the formula up. But it really just does feel like they're making the same movie a lot of the time. And, and a lot of the... The more you watch it, then the more the kind of unique aspects sort of fade off and you're just sort of left with, okay, it's a Rocky movie, we know what we're in for. Um, again, there's a lot of new stuff in here. I did really enjoy it. I just... that That is, I think, overall... <coughs> I'm, I'm glad that this is the last movie we're doing in this one I'm glad that this is the last movie and right. I'm, I, I am curious how Creed 2 is going to turn out because I feel like it could very easily be the exact same movie as like Rocky well, 2 let me just say um, uh-huh. there was some news that came out today apparently oh, really? Stallone is not directing Creed hmm. 2 anymore Okay. I don't know who the guy is that's directing it but apparently Stallone they've is, announced it? Yeah, or who I, the guy is? I'm not sure how official it okay. is but they said Stallone's no longer Okay. The, the confirmed director. Apparently, he's just co-writing. Yeah, I don't know where you take this franchise. Also, without Rocky dying, which I don't want to see that. Yeah, because this movie, this movie, this, pretty much gave us that, and then it was like, oh no, never mind. This is actually going to be we, about we, his his biggest fight or whatever. Yeah. It's like him, which I I like that a lot. Is him turning again and being like, I've I've gone through so much crap, and now I'm going to keep fighting for this kid. Yeah, and like showing more of that superhero will, um, and and fighting cancer, and so I I do think that's powerful. It's just yeah, I don't know where else you. I thought he was gonna die in this movie, mm-hmm. and then I don't really know where else you go with that. After, like like if the next movie, I think it's at the point where it's like yeah, you you gotta kill Rocky. Yeah, and then that's gonna be I yeah. They got to have their cake and eat it too here, and I I I don't want any more. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm this is. This is a perfect ending to this series. Just... I'm fine with it if it stops being about Rocky. Um, Which it won't be. Exactly. Because <laughs> Stallone's involved with the yeah, next one. Yeah, I, I just, I think that, again, unless they kill him off in the next one and the next one's a big event and it's like, oh, this is good, and then they just keep going with Creed, mm. then that's one thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. I, I think this is the ultimate modern Rocky story, and that's all you really need. Yeah. This also is reminding me a lot of something, and I cannot remember what. Are there any, like, compare? Is there anything that this gets compared to a lot? Like, the story-wise of, like, the the kid training under the old trainer-apprentice dude? I mean, I'm sure there is. I just can't... Specifically, there's some movie that I thought of, and I was like, oh, it's it's exactly like that movie. Is it The Color of Money with Tom Cruise? It's not The Color of Money with Tom Cruise. I have never seen that movie before. Or he's training to play pool with Paul Newman, and it's a sequel to some older movie with Paul Newman? Sure. Yeah. I know things. Okay. (laughs) I do think it is extremely cool that we have come full circle in a very organic fashion to... Rocky's now the tra- the old beat up trainer who's yeah. who's too old to fight anymore. Like, yeah, would you compare it to Batman Beyond in a way? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there was something when I was watching it that clicked, and then I don't think that's what I was thinking of. Although that is a fair point, but like, and it is sort of the same idea of like it's oh you 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 stuck with the character so long and now they're. They're the old trainer, and they're they're bringing in the flesh blood, and the fresh blood is what we're focusing on. Right. So, there's something cool there. My best thing is just Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He should have won the Oscar for it, and they snubbed him. Yeah. It's annoying. I don't like the Oscars anyway. <laughs> Leo won Best Actor that year. Who cares? <sighs> and that was over Fastbender, wasn't it? 
That yep. was the year where he, Fassbender played Steve Jobs. Yep. God. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this is Sylvester Stallone's best performance as Rocky. Yep. Even though I, I agree with you, I don't think this is the best Rocky movie. Mm-hmm. It's definitely up there. No, I mean, but... it's it's not... It's and not not the best because it's not good. It's yeah. just and I don't want to undervalue how good Michael B. Jordan is in yeah. this because he is excellent yes. as well. And Tessa but, Thompson too. Yes, but just I've been following this guy for seven movies now, yeah. and just to see him at the end and he's lost pretty much everything, and he's got, he's got a little reason to live now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, I it's really, nice. I really do think you can watch. I hate to leave out four. We I know we talked about this last time. <laughs> four is a cartoon. I really think you could watch, and it doesn't do a whole lot for Rocky's character other than Apollo dying, which I guess is important for Creed, obviously. Yeah. But, I love how everybody's just like Apollo died. And they don't <laughs> say how he died. <laughs> no, we're done with Drago. Although I think the rumor is for the next one that Drago is going to play a part in it somehow. Really? I I'm very interested in that. He comes back and he, he's just like a cyborg, no. and, and Creed has to fight a cyborg. No, I want, I, want, I want it to be the quote-unquote Drago's son, and it's just a CGI rendition of 1980s Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> complete with the, the uh, Soviet Union shorts and everything. I want it to go full sci-fi. I want it to be where the, it's a new guy, it's just some new actor, and then at the end, he rips off his face and it's old Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> and then like... <laughs> He's actually like trying to. Oh man. Anyway, um, I I just love the the bit where he's talking about what happened to Adrian and how he had to watch her go yeah. through uh, yeah. chemotherapy and yeah. it didn't work and he just doesn't want to do it. He's yeah. okay with letting himself just kind of wither away yeah. and die. It's very emotional mm-hmm. and follow this guy for seven movies. It's, it's a great. It's also just a great dialogue on you know. The fact that that being like that and not fighting for yourself does mean you're leaving people behind that you may not think about. Yeah. Even if he's not like super and, close to no, Creed, it's still like. Uh, yeah, I really like how Adonis is like. Oh, so so you're just my trainer. That's yeah. that's all we are. Yeah. So I'm I'm really okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's really all cool. all the conflicts in this are very real. Yes. That like none of them feel super contrived mm-hmm. they they for the most part feel natural mm-hmm. sure enough but real quick I, w- I want to finish that thought I was having I, I, I am curious because I think if you go one to Rocky Balboa Creed I think for the most part those might be his one is probably above two as far as his performances Stallone's performances I mean, I think it's 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 close. I think he's about pretty the much same. on par. Yeah, but I think I mean it really is. I think Bob, Rocky Balboa might be a better performance than both, and I think that he steps it up even more in Creed. I I, I really do feel like these last two movies are are like he he might have dipped, especially in five and maybe a little towards the end of or towards four. I don't know, but I think he he really does pick up out of that that kind of rut. And I'm really curious, again, it, it is interesting how because Creed is about Apollo dying, or is about Apollo's son after Apollo dies, it's very important that you know that Creed dies, and you do get that really emotional, like, oh god, 
moment from four. Yeah. Where you're like, what? What's happened? I thought we were just talking about America. <laughs> like, and, 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 and like, um, all all of that, and 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 his wife screaming and everything. Yeah. Um. So it is interesting how they have again legitimized four, but still sort of just. Swept it under where, the rug where, at the same time. Well, I'm just talking about they're not addressing five at all. Like there's oh, still right, nothing right. about five that is leaving a lasting impact on this franchise. Yeah. Um, I I really do think that, that that is the ideal watching order for this because I think every movie you get something out of it, except for five. I think four is such a crazy awesome cartoon that you and it's important I guess for Creed. <laughs> now we're talking about the continuity of the the Rocky movies as far as like isn't it great it's crazy no but like yeah you can follow it and it makes sense yeah. and we're not constantly going well maybe if they did time travel and went back and retconned half this yeah. crap yeah and again it's we the should thing get where... Orsi and Kurtzman to write the next one <laughs> it's the thing where the bulk of this franchise or Simon Kinberg yeah the bulk of this franchise was made off of average to mediocre movies that had great character moments yeah the, the you know the, not made off of but like the the three three four and five you know continued the the legacy sort of the franchise even though they weren't necessarily the best movies ever they were still they made five movies and that is what has made him such like a, a, a an icon like so how, the fact that he still has lasting power and nostalgic power because he spanned five movies they went from what 76 to 90 something 80 90. not 290 mm -hmm. yeah so that's a, a 14 year span where like everyone had a chance to see a Rocky movie when they were a kid. Yeah. That entire generation is the reason that we we just got Creed and it's like it it really does speak to the fact that consistency is the name of the game. It's not about necessarily knocking out of the park every time. Which is a fun discussion that we can get into on our next episode when we get into more franchise discussion. That's not what I was going where I, I was not trying to make a segment of that. I just think it's it's really interesting because this is the first thing, first franchise we've watched in a while that has offered something different other than, oh, it's it's short enough that they didn't fall apart, or oh, they went on for a while and it fell apart, yeah, or oh, they rebooted it five times, or they made one movie it was great and then they had absolutely no idea yeah. what to do after that. Yeah, it's 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 amazing that I, I I'm just very happy that we finally found a new formula and it's oh, it's a franchise that goes on for a really long time doesn't really plan ahead and somehow still manages to keep knocking it out of the park like late in its later years after it's built sort of that foundation so no no i like that a lot i'm glad we have watched all of these because i had seen I, I'm, I'm, three I'm, two I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed them <laughs> i was very excited to do this and yeah. i kept pushing it on you for the longest time and you kept saying it was a lot of movies it's fine <laughs> like i said i i was getting a little tired by the end but that's fine. fine yeah um I think my worst thing, and th this is one of those movies where I feel bad gi giving it a worst thing because I don't really think there's a worst thing. Yeah. I think the romance is kind of unnecessary. Not to say that Tessa Thompson isn't great, yeah. and I, I like her character, and I like the whole thing about like she's losing her hearing slowly, mm -hmm. and that's why she works so hard to make music. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like all that stuff, but ultimately... It, it doesn't feel like their romance is the heart of the story mm -hmm. in the way that Adrian and Rocky's relationship It really was. does feel like the, the relationship between Rocky and Creed yes. is the heart of the story. Which, and so the, which the relationship, is where it should yes. be. And so the relationship is a little, little bit tacked on. And I did make the note that there is... I was talking about this when we were watching it. It does seem a little... Uh, 
superfluous. I know you're just talking about how none of the conflicts seem to be super like shallow. For the most there's, part, this, there is yeah. there is one little bit, um, and it's not like an important plot point, but right right after it, the the news breaks, like the it's it's after Creed beats the Chechen's son from oh yeah you know, the guy who plays the Chechen mob boss from the Dark Knight is one of the the trainers in this, yeah. and it's the trainer whose son. Creed ends up fighting as like his first legitimate fight, like his first legitimate, you know, American fight or whatever. And um they uh he he breaks the news that Creed is or that Adonis is Apollo Creed's son. Oh yeah, that, yeah, cuz he cuz he finds it out and he and, and he then tells, and then he's bitter because Creed wins. Yeah, uh, it seems. Um we don't really get too much on that, which I kind of like. It's just like Yeah. Yeah, he he was just slimy. Um, and he ends up... Uh, because of that... Or because of that... What's Tessa Thompson's name in this movie? Bianca. Yeah, right, Bianca. I should have... That's not... That, for once, that's Which, not... Which, by the way, can I just say... Uh, when we were watching this, I, I was thinking to myself, I remember, I thought she was the Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok, but she doesn't look anything like her in Thor Ragnarok. And then you were going, Oh, that's Tessa Thompson! Yeah. I'm like, wait... She feels like a completely different person. Yeah. And I think that's... That, yeah. yeah. That's, that just goes to show how good of an actress yeah. she is. Yeah. She's a lot more vulnerable, I think. Well, that's... Whatever. Thor Ragnarok, that's a completely different discussion. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, she, she is great. No, she's this. terrible in this. She doesn't drink enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she needs to be perpetually drunk like she yeah. is in Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway she yeah she it's a great performance but she she like freaks out when she finds out that creed did not um or that he's that adonis is creed's son and he didn't tell her yeah which seems kind of i he mean also, i, I also, get that but she also like really free i don't know he also tells everyone to call him donnie so he doesn't even tell yeah. anyone his first name yeah. really yeah but it's still just weird like i don't know it feels like after it's they have such a like powerful connection following his fight yeah that then it's kind of weird for them for that to be that feels a little bit soap opera cw-esque well why, didn't, why didn't you tell me yeah and, and it doesn't go anywhere because immediately they kind of resolve it and then and then she ends up like it ends up being a nice a nice moment between the two of them and then they build up an actual yes an, an actual substantive conflict yes, between yes. the two of them when he loses uh yeah his temper at, at uh -huh. her uh, club uh -huh. right before she's about to go on uh -huh. and she and he punches I, the guy out for calling him a little creed yeah I do think it's important feeds into the character you were talking about the relationship I do think it's important to have that relationship for creed to be flushed out because otherwise it's just sort of oh we're supposed to root for this guy because he's the protagonist and he's related to one of the characters we yeah. like like I think it's important and, to and see... his whole thing is oh he's just obsessed with legacy that's all yes. that's that's literally it because I was about to say well maybe you could you could cut that out and then make a shorter movie because it is the longest Rocky movie I would just, it's I, around that it's I like guess. two hours fifteen minutes yeah. some, which is not something yeah. like that but then at the same time I do think you need that to kind of humanize continue to humanize Creed otherwise he's just sort of you know, oh man, I I gotta I gotta beat people up because I mean there is he he is kind of a um not a morally great character but but someone like he quits his job to, to pursue the fighting yeah and you know I, he's seen, he's he I think it's a very difficult tightrope because I I there's a huge danger 
like through most of the movie that you just find him unlikable. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's just this entitled prick who throws away everything to just go fight. Mm-hmm. Why? My one of my favorite moments in the movie is when we finally learn like what his ultimate motivation is mm-hmm. for why he's doing all this, and we don't find it out until the final fight. Yeah. Like we, for the most part, we know why he's doing everything and all that. And but but then he he when he's um sitting there talking with Rocky, he's like, I don't, I, I want to prove that I'm not a mistake. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a gut punch right there. That once once you hear that, you're like, okay, I'm on board with this guy. I want him and to then the, and then knock the, Conlon's lights out. All the, right. The moment in the actual fight when he gets knocked down and it, 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 they they play it like he's gonna be down. Yeah. And um, like you're you're sitting there like, oh, I guess this is this is how the movie ends. I guess. Yeah. And then and then they sh- he's he's like kind of thinking over his life and some of the stuff we've seen. And then they show a clip of of Creed, like Apollo Creed. Yeah. And then he just jumps up, and the announcer's like, "He just got up, like like he was out cold, like what?" And, and like they make a point of that, and so I think that's really cool. He he jumped up like a man who was possessed yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I really uh, appreciated that a lot. Mm. Uh, that that there's more. It's more to it than just, um. You know, I, I I'm Creed's son. I gotta prove something, mm-hmm. you know, to everyone. That's that you know, it's not it's not a one time thing for this family, or, mm-hmm. you know, s- something like that. There's an extra layer, which comes from Apollo, mm-hmm. cheating on his wife. Yeah. How, how how do we feel about that? Does does it at all ruin his character or anything? No. That feels about right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. I, I, I mean I, the I, entire the I speaking of which, well, two things here. The entire re- we the entire reason that he helped Rocky in Rocky Three. Is so that he could get one more chance to fight him and kind of like win his pride back. So like he's yeah. he's very much like that doesn't feel out of character in the slightest. Yeah. Um, as as kind of slimy as it may seem, I mean he 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 was never portrayed as like completely. It's a nuanced character, which is what this this franchise kind of built itself on, yeah. which is nice. Um, but also I love the moment where Creed asks, he's like, "Well, well, who won the third fight?" And Rocky's like, "He did." And they ne- they never like try and show yeah. that. They ne- like there's no like. Oh, it's a flashback, and we got to show that fight. It's just like, yeah, which I think is kind of funny because at the beginning of the fourth movie, you know, uh, Rocky shows back up at his home, and mm-hmm. the kid, yeah, you know, the kid's filming him, and he's like, "Who punched you yeah. in the eye, or whatever?" Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, yeah. Apollo one continuity. <laughs> um, yeah, even when you have a different person writing it, they still care. Uh huh. This is so Again, rare in these franchises. I'm I don't, I don't know anything about Ryan Coogler. I'm assuming that he, he probably grew up watching these movies or I think he said, was in that kind I, I, of I remember some area. interview with him where he said like before like a sporting event or something like he had to do something like his dad would show him like the second Rocky movie mm-hmm. to try and get him huh. hyped I guess or <laughs> yeah. in the mood that's cool yeah mm-hmm. very nice so you can t- you can very much tell that Ryan Coogler is a f- fan of this franchise which yeah. I I always like that when they get somebody who actually appreciates the material instead of just a random person who's just like, oh, okay, I'll take the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I do love also the um, sort of the general updating of the the world around Rocky. That it's up in the cloud. Yeah. There's there's a great what, little joke. What cloud? Rocky's just extremely confused by the cloud, which is is fun, and and and, and that's something that's been beat to death as far as the joke goes. But it's still fun to see Rocky say it. Um, and the, but like the fact that, and you could argue it's like oh it's product place product placement or whatever. But I think it is. 
uh, as far as like how YouTube is, is the YouTube logo shown and HD, HBO is is there. I I think it's it's pretty uh, helpful as sort of a oh this is um this is how people would would experience the sport in today's world and like right. the fact the fact that Rocky and and, and um, Creed's first fight was on YouTube or whatever yeah or or and, even like the the bit where uh. Adonis is just sitting in his apartment and he doesn't have a TV. He just has like a tablet or an iPad or something and he's watching the 30 for 30 about Conlon's yeah. fight. Yeah. And they do like an actual like 30 for 30 yeah. style intro for that. Yeah. Like it just feels very real. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Like they, they don't just have, they don't, they don't Which, have like a fully furnished apartment and he's just got the, the nice TV and everything. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there looking at the tablet. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something that it feels like Rocky Balboa sort of started to try and make it feel more, but I think Stallone just was sort of out of out of his element in that regard. I mean, they have the fight filmed like sort of an HBO fight. Yeah, and this sort of this one's not really filmed like an HBO fight. Um, it's it. I really think this these are the best shot fights in the, because they just have very long takes yep. where the camera's just kind of free flowing and it'll just go it'll, wherever it'll, it'll it needs go to behind go. each person yeah. depending. Like the very first fight that we see Adonis mm-hmm. in, it from him leaving the locker room and going out mm-hmm. to the fight, it's all one take, yeah. and it's very well done. Mm-hmm. But it, but it doesn't feel like a gloating type of thing. Like you don't notice it because it's just so it's just such a great way to present yeah. the fight. It's like, not it's not like a oh you need to um, or here look at how awesome our, our yeah. cinematography is, which is you well, can plus, do that. That's fine. Well, plus the idea is that you're following him exactly. through this whole. It's it's like compared to the the. Um, the long take inspector mm-hmm. at the very beginning it's cool but ultimately what's the point other than oh hey cool shot yeah whereas with here it feels here, like there, it feels a like a very organic way to watch what's happening which is it, funny because they came out around the same time <laughs> I think they were both November 2015 I thought Spectre was earlier I, I could have sworn Spectre was in nope beginning of the year okay. Spectre always comes out or James Bond movies always come out in November huh okay um anyway the the choreography in this movie is stellar mm-hmm. it's so good yeah like i i'm you could you could easily have convinced me that and maybe he is i don't know michael b jordan like maybe not a professional boxer but you could convince me that he is like a you know accomplished boxer like yeah. he's he's so great at the movie and everyone who they they use i mean i know that ricky conlin he's like an actual boxer right that, that oh actor. is he i think okay. so i could be wrong oh, I so, think okay. I saw that. so they did the same thing that they did for with mason dixon where they pulled in an actual yes. fighter okay. I believe I could be wrong about that but I'm pretty sure I saw that he is I mean his name's I don't think his name's Ricky Collin but like he is actually like a a, a boxer so um, and I'm sure the same probably goes for the other guy as well Leo mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah they're kind of secondary antagonists not really right. antagonists but um, yeah it's I don't know. It, it it it's amazing to watch. Like I don't know how they they pull off some of the the, the moves they do. Like it mm-hmm. must have taken a lot of work to well, just to line those up. Comparing them to like the other fights where it's just somebody just keeps throwing punches over and over again. The, these fights are a lot more about com- combinations where there's just a lot yeah. of countering and it, it's and ducking and the. the the fights are a bit more sophisticated. They're a lot less blunt uh-huh. than the previous the Rocky speed fights. Is, is also just like hugely oh yeah ramped up, which makes it feel like it's not. 
I don't know. We we talk a lot about like the the prequels and how the the lightsaber fights and those can sometimes feel like a dance, but here it's just so like brutal and 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 fast flowing and and the the they execute it to such such perfection where it's like they are moving out of the way right before they get hit or they yeah. do get hit or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's awesome. You you can very much tell that they put a lot of work into <laughs> yeah. practicing yeah. for those fights. Yeah. It's very nice. Um. How do you feel about the Creed score? Because he, he... I like it a lot. Adonis kind of gets his own theme. I do... I was thinking throughout the entire, like, third act, I was like, it would be really cool if they would just, like, really pump in the Rocky music. And they do... I don't know if they do it as much as I was kind of hoping to, yeah. but I'm also glad they maybe don't because... You don't it want is, it to overshadow. Yeah, you don't it's, want it's, it's, it's to Adonis, be a Rocky movie. It's Adonis' it's, fight. Yeah, like, you don't, it's, 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 it's about Creed, yeah. But at the same um, time, you kind of just want <laughs> You do kind of want that. I do like his music a lot, though. I think it's very good. I think his theme is, is, is cool. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat way to, to update the Rocky theme to where it's a little more orchestral and sweeping, and there's still like the, the um, choir, the vocals in the background, yeah. and, and that sort of thing. So I will say... I didn't really like his running montage in this one all that much. He didn't really have much of one. Well, just just with the motorbikes and the everything. The motorbikes are kind of weird. And they're circling around him as he's just shouting at Rocky upstairs for like a minute solid, and it just keep the camera just keeps circling around, and yeah. he just keeps shouting. And it's just like in it, real life, this is not how this this well, this is too. Well, it's just weird. it's mostly just that he kind of just runs and then he gets there, and we don't really feel like he's gone like for like when he when he stops and he's like yeah it doesn't really feel like he's done a whole i mean i know he's been running for i don't know it doesn't feel like they build it up quite as much as they should have for like the stairs right the the sequence so So you see the stairs it works as a nice metaphor yeah exactly so even if we don't actually know how long rocky's been running it we kind of get the idea yeah through that yeah exactly especially well it also helps that in the first rocky movie we see him getting up the stairs the first time and he's having a hard time and he doesn't actually right. like he's he, at the end he's kind of stumbling up right. the stairs right and then you know in the montage mm-hmm. he's like I did it I accomplished it I made it up here no problem mm-hmm. yep <laughs> it's pretty good it's a pretty good movie do we have anything else we want to cover <laughs> I mean I think we've covered most of it there's gotta be more probably probably <laughs> How do you feel about the, uh, the, what would you call them? Um, character cards, I guess, for the different boxers. Oh, you mean the, the right way to do that? Yeah. And we're looking at you, Suicide Squad, and Transformers 5. Mm-hmm. You know what was nice? They actually, like, they paused and it showed you information that mm-hmm. you could actually, you, 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 you were able to pull. Yeah. T- you were you able to have takeaways. why. Yeah. It also just wasn't a smattering of information. It was like, oh, this is very specific boxing information that yeah. you probably want here's, to know. Here's their record. Here's, like, their strengths. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Here's how many KOs they've had. Like, number or ranking. Yeah, the they're, they're ranking, ranking. In a particular thing. Yeah. And they they also use it sparingly because they used it... They did it for Leo. They used it three times. I yeah, think. they did it for Leo. They did it for Danny Wheeler. Was that the name of the guy? Whoever the guy was that when, when um, Creed's trying to challenge people... In a, right, the guy that knocks li- Creed in Little Duke's gym. Yeah, continuity. Yep, we'll have Duke's son, mm-hmm. and he hates Creed's son for some reason. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, he he knocks Creed down, which is fun, and then he ends up being he ends up backing out of the fight with Ricky Conlon. Because, well, he he doesn't back out. I mean, Conlon breaks his jaw. Yeah, yeah, and then 
but, but backs out for we haven't talked about karma that's as i was about to say that after the efforts but i was i was just gonna say real quick it is it is really i think the the title card effect or the character card effect is pretty cool because they use it for for danny or whatever then they use it for Leo later in the... Yeah. In the uh, do they use it when during, right before their fight, or just when they... Right before their fight, yeah. Okay. And then for Ricky Conlon at the end, it, it pops up again, you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. Like, it, it adds a nice well, little boost of like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be scared of this guy. Yeah. They're, they're used sparingly, they're well-placed, mm-hmm. and they tell you something. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a quick, oh, maybe Harley Quinn killed Robin, yeah. and... You wouldn't know that unless you've watched Suicide Squad five times. Yeah. Because it goes by so fast. <laughs> like they're 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 meant to be uh-huh. there for the audience to see. Uh-huh. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> it's not that hard. Also very well designed. I like yeah. the, the, the They it's a nice so graphic. They, they were nice they were nicely organized. Yeah. <laughs> I could okay. <laughs> I, I got a very clear idea very quickly of like, okay, here's where I need to look, here's the important information. Okay, here we go. But how does it compare to the robots in Transformers 5? I don't even remember I what I literally don't remember what it looks like. I don't remember I'm what happened sure in that movie. Did we did we get title card splash things or was it just someone announcing over it. No, it was title card splashes when when they're okay. freeing uh, Megatron's... I think it uh, might have just been like logos, though. I don't think it was like information. Oh, I thought it was information. Maybe it was information. Who cares? Michael Bay. If any of you have seen Transformers 5, God help you. <laughs> That's it. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but it's, it's not as bad as you could get with that franchise. It's close. Eh. It's the best shot of all of them. It's fine that's all for Transformers that's, that's, franchise. Okay, it's the best shot of all of them, but at the same time it keeps cutting back between different aspect ratios because Michael Bay <laughs> doesn't know how to use a, the right camera. I forgot about that. Good times. Okay. Um, at least when Christopher Nolan does it, he does it for like a whole scene and then it cuts back. <laughs> he doesn't keep switching back and forth between shots. It's fine. So, so Ricky Conlon. <laughs> yes, how do you feel about, about Ricky? Ultimately, I think he's more interesting than Mason Dixon. Yep. But I don't think he's that interesting. It's more just he has an uncontrollable temper and he's kind of a terrible person, but he has a family, maybe, that he cares about? Yeah. So was the idea that he was going to jail after the, the last fight? Yes. What was the... Okay, that, that the, was the, the idea. Yeah, they they established that. Where the idea is that I I I I remember there there was a consequence. Like this was his last fight. Yes, but I couldn't remember what that consequence was. Yeah. Okay. So he was going to jail. Okay. Or like I guess like the proceedings hadn't gone through yet, but like mm-hmm. this would be his last chance to fight before. Yeah. So and and that's why they were trying to milk it for all it's worth. I do and, like his his manager's motivation when he's trying to yell at him and he's like. Dude, I'm I'm more worried about your kids having yeah. being able to like live their lives yeah. Yeah. more than your ego, you prick. And and they're I mean it is it's nice because they really don't focus on him much at all, and they kind of yeah. get to the point where they're like, we really don't need to create unless we're going to go all in and make this a new character, which would be kind of overkill because we're already creating a new character and Creed in Creed, and we're kind of exploring his relationship with Rocky, and we're interested in a new love interest for him. It's they realize they don't really need to set him up that much. Yeah. Sort of like Creed in Rocky, the first Rocky, where it's, we're going to get a few scenes where, I mean, Creed in the first is probably a little more established, but it's still like, in this movie, 
Uh, I think he's more nuanced. Ricky Collins is more nuanced in this movie because it's like, okay. Yeah, I think I think most of my love for Apollo comes from Rocket Two. We, well, we just get III. well, we just get build up to his character. Like yeah. he shows up more yeah. than once. Yeah, exactly. Like say Mason Dixon showed up in this one and they built up a bit mm-hmm. of his character. I might appreciate mm-hmm. him more. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's just smart storytelling because it's like we need to make him intimidating. We need to make it clear that like, you know, he's scary. Yeah. We need to make it. And then we, we don't want to make it where he's a cookie cutter. We want to make it so that it's like, okay, you you don't feel... Like, at the end of the fight, you don't feel, like, completely downtrodden that the bad guy won. You're just like, okay, you know, there the, the was a great fight. Creed went in the distance. Ro- did, did you think it was kind of out of nowhere that Colin just kind of walks up to him and he's like, I, I respect you now? And- no, I, I like that a lot. I thought that was good because I, 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 I think... And it, it may it probably is a little too formulaic because that tends to happen in a lot of Rocky movies. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because I think... But again, we, we were thinking about how to improve the the Drago fight and make him a bit more nuanced. I think we had a similar idea, for, or at least I did. Mm-hmm. Where I, I'm trying to remember what I said. Like, oh, this was about winning over the crowd in Rocky Four, where where he he finally defeats Drago and the whole audience is just stunned, mm-hmm. and you know Rocky's just like. <laughs> like totally destroyed because he's so tired yeah. and Drago just like kind of walks over and like picks him up and then like raises yeah. his arm and everybody yeah. starts cheering for Rocky that's all I got yeah um, <laughs> no I think I think because again they don't they never make Ricky like like I think I don't know they, they never really get to a point where they're like oh yeah this is a tor- totally horrible human being it's like yeah Oh, he's just kind of uncontrollable, and he, he does have a family, and he, and he just keeps making mistakes. We watched the thirty for thirty about him. That's supposed to kind of paint him in like a neutral light. It's yeah. supposed to be like, look, he's a flawed character, but like you know, he's he's a. I don't know. It, I I don't think I don't really think it was out of place. I th- I feel like it was a good moment to have to just be like, yeah, it's 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 a lot more about Creed establishing himself, and we need to know. We need to a know why it's important that he beats this guy, and b know why it's okay that that guy wins, even though this is ostensibly a movie where the good guy should win. Right. Because, yeah, um, they don't want to go that far to be like, oh yeah, Creed wins his first fight against the number one dude, and you know whatever. Because they do sort, of, they do. I, th- I think they could have gotten away with it. They could have, and in a way that, like as I said, they shot an alternate ending for Rocky Balboa where he does actually win. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't have worked at all. Mm-hmm. That would have been way too ridiculous mm-hmm. in an already borderline ridiculous movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas with here, I I probably would have bought it if they yeah. said Creed won. Yeah, probably. But but again, this one. Well, first of all, this this entire franchise is an exercise in moderation. Yeah. And no, n- not never, but usually not quite going far enough to be like, like in Rocky Four even. Yes, the the final fight is this ridiculous fight against a Russian super soldier who like. And then Rocky ends up like solving the Cold War apparently, but <laughs> it's also which tempered, is never it's also tempered again. with the fact that Apollo Creed dies. Right. So it's like you it, the t- there's some total stuff there, but again every every t- every movie seems to to really be able to pull you back in and be like, well, now hold on, we're not it we're not about to just go off into like complete rainbows and sunshine here. Like it, it we're we're gonna we're gonna keep this somewhat tethered to reality in that regard. Can I just. <sighs> I want to talk just briefly about um, them addressing the fact that Rocky didn't throw the towel. Uh-huh. I like that they did it. I don't think they went far enough with it because it's, it's basically brought up once where he's he, you know, he starts to explain 
that to Adonis, and then at the end, he's like, oh, I'm going to throw the towel. You, you can't keep doing this. He's like, I want to fight. I think it's brought up in between them. I thought it was brought it, up... In, I think it's brought up at one point when, when... I think it's more on the end of he doesn't ever talk to Adonis's mother. Yeah. That's and they act, and Adonis brings that up. And he's like, "Oh, the house one still yeah. works." Uh, it would have been nice. She, if she they, told if me they you had, you didn't that. talk to her after the fight. Yeah. Apparently, you gave a nice speech at the funeral, yeah. though. Yeah, there is there is a moment. Which, which, call back to Rocky Four. Yeah. Respect the continuity. I like it. I'm almost certain that there is a moment where Creed loses his crap at Rocky, mm-hmm. like sometime during that the cancer conflict, and um, it says something to that to that effect of like maybe you like killed my dad too or something something yeah. along those lines i think but yeah that would have been nice to get a little more interaction between him and and his wife so yeah rocky and, and creed's wife. yeah yeah but yeah that's 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 ultimately a nitpick they do address it i just don't think they went far yeah. enough with it anything else i don't know is this the best franchise we've done overall I would say I, yes. I can't imagine anything else would be. Let's look at the score sheet. Oh my! Because we 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 always got to look at the score sheet for 20 especially minutes. with this Rocky franchise where we we somehow end up finishing like <laughs> way before we normally would with any other franchise. So I think the closest that would come to this would probably be X Men and and X Men has and, some. and that has X Men Origins and X Men Three. So yeah. that's and Apocalypse to a certain degree. Yeah. So that's just kind of yeah yeah. Um. No, not. I mean, if we want to count Back to the Future, but this has over double that amount of movies, so that's kind of not a worthwhile comparison, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's such a smaller scale feat to accomplish. Where right. it's like you make a great movie and then you make two more to to staple on there. Right. Maybe if Pirates of the Caribbean put out two more movies that were both like A pluses yeah yeah (laughs) which will never happen (laughs) oh boy I can't believe we did Pirates of the Caribbean before this series this series is so much better it really is oh it's just an interesting comparison point because with both of them I was like I'm wondering what you'll think of the Mm. the the sequels towards Mm. towards the end for varying for very (laughs) different reasons how much will I hate versus how much will I like yes yeah Turns out it was very polarizing in both both directions. So it was pretty easy to call. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably hate those uh, on Stranger Tides. Oh, shocker! Do you want to go ahead I and do grades? I barely remember Spider or Spider Man Pir- Pirates Five. I I just barely remember. Yeah, let's do grades. I'm gonna give it an A minus. I. Do I do I want to go ahead and do the same and just round it out with the the one franchise that we somehow managed to agree on at every point? That is all up to you. For me, like it I feels said, like it would be a shame to ruin it now, and I do kind of agree with that. I, I, there is nothing flat out bad. I think there's just some minor stuff that could have been yeah. beefed up a bit more. I was sitting at a B plus until we started talking about it, and then I sort of realized how much I do actually appreciate this movie. So I'm, I'm I'll, I'll go A minus. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll never reach a franchise that we enjoy this much <laughs> again. This much, this often, at least. Like, yeah, this like, this consistently. <laughs> I don't know. We we'll be. I'll be curious to see how we feel about the MCU. I think we'll be giving a lot of C's, maybe a few B's. Yeah, there will be some A's for sure. But like, the, I, there won't be that many though. I don't. For, for me personally, I think my A's will probably be like just like a couple. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. I also don't know... Well, there's only one... We only gave one D. Yeah. The Rocky franchise. Yeah. Yeah. We're not... This is not... Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm, I'm just saying, I want that Rocky Four poster where they're holding him in the air and he's got the American flag behind yeah. him. I want that. The biggest copy you got in the biggest frame you got. Just hanging outside your, your like, window. Yeah. Drape a wall. Anybody drives by? It's a, it's a Rocky fan. <laughs> I can respect that. Everyone can. <laughs> that was I good. Can, I'm, I'm... I can respect that. And you can respect <laughs> that. Everyone can respect that. No, I, I, I really am. I really am amazed that I think... Okay, so here's here's a really quick. Well, there there are two things I want to do to kind of uh, ramble on a little bit here, just just because we are at the end of this franchise, and I feel like we need to give a little more time to it. First of all, if you were if you given all these other franchises we've done, and this this is going to take a lot more like thinking, so just just off the top of your head, you don't okay. have to go super in depth of this. Okay. Um, are there any other franchises where if you were asking someone, at least franchises that go on this long, again, Back to the Future doesn't really count, but if you were telling someone, hey. Here's what you should watch from this franchise. Are there any other franchises where the only movie you would you would only skip one movie? Yes, Mission Impossible. Yeah, we'll get there. We haven't done that franchise though. I'm talking about franchise. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, to to be fair, that's also five movies, it's not seven. Yes. Yeah. So, well, soon to be six. Well, I guess. it's also not spanning from two, 1976 to 2015. So you're saying just skip one. I'm saying I'm saying that if because I would say X Men, but just skip Origins and X Men Three. But that's what well that's sort of what I'm getting at is that I feel like we don't there if you were like trying to tell someone you were like hey because I don't know that I would say necessarily to go back and watch X Men One and Two I mean maybe Two it's just I mean I know I do like that movie I just think those are easy starting off points where you understand how the yeah. universe works yeah that's fair. And, but, they, and they actually explain like what mutants are and their place yeah. in the world and like X-Men First Class doesn't really do that it kind of just throws you in expecting yeah. you to know who the characters are even though it makes massive continuity changes yeah. and of course Days of Future Past needs you to know a little bit about well that's all about you need to know yeah. what's happening yeah. I would almost say that I would almost say if I was having someone and this is completely unrelated to Rocky but I would have someone do X-Men 2 First Class Days of Future Past and then it's like, all right, you got the the old, you got the new, and you put them together. All right, moving on. And then Logan's somewhere in there. Like I, I just X Men One is is. I would include X Men One. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just I don't, I don't think it's it's mostly because it a lot of the stuff that happens in that feeds into X Men Two. Okay, I don't remember enough about at least on a thematic thing. level. Okay. Anyway, and just in terms of when they're addressing like what happened yeah. in New York or the Statue of Liberty and all that. Yeah. It's like, wait, what happened? And then you go back and watch X-Men 1, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, no would way. you also not skip Apocalypse as well? <laughs> I think that hinges on how, how much I like Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> um, I might just say, oh, just cut it off at Days of yeah, Future Past and yeah, go watch Logan. Yeah. But if I like Dark Phoenix, then that because, might... And, and this... I, I will just say, I watched Apocalypse recently. It's still not very good, but I, I, I would consider raising my grade. I think... I Let, let me see what I gave. I don't even remember where it was. Okay. I gave it a C minus. Uh -huh. I think I would consider raising it up to a C. Okay. That's not saying that much. <laughs> it, it's it's more well, just I watched it and I I was understanding a lot of the, the filmmakers um, intent intent. M more so than just you shouldn't have done that. 
you shouldn't have done that. And yeah. like all the stuff well, I would have changed. And in saying this, this is sort of my point though, is that this is a string of seven seven movies seven movies where you don't have all these random bombs that make you that are still important to the continuity. Yeah. It's just fascinating to me that the, I think the, the, the overall easily worst movie in the Rocky franchise is the one that is least important to continuity and everything oh, yeah. else is worth watching. Oh, oh I, I've tried twisting the X-Men franchise every which way yeah. to try and figure out, like, what's the ideal watching order? That's what, that's what I'm yeah. saying, is, like, what would you what would you do to try and line that up in a way that, like... You can't do it. Exactly. And I, like, I would argue you can't do the it. The continuity screwed up, and you need movies that are terrible in order to inform movies that are good. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that goes for a lot of franchises. Or you just wouldn't be including nearly as many. It's just amazing to me that this is about characters, and it goes seven movies. Just skip the Star Wars prequels and we're fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but that's still like... That's also three movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, five. What? The trilogy and... Yeah. No, I'm oh, you're saying skip three skip, movies. Skip three movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, watch, just watch four, five, six, seven, and then maybe Rogue One if you feel yeah. like it. But you even then... You don't have to. Even then, you're still skipping... The prequels, which are supposed to inform a major part of the trilogy, isn't it funny how much they screw that up? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Every franchise <laughs> screws it up. The Alien franchise don't even talk. Aliens and Predators, they got off like three movies. I mean, Alien Three is fine relative to everything else, but they they did I'm, not not by your measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I'm 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 alleviating your your concerns here, but they they did not get very far at all before they just fell apart and they clearly had no idea what they were doing. This is a franchise where it's like, hey, we're just going to continue to make a good movie about this character and we might stumble a little bit, but we'll pick it right back up and then we're just going to keep going. Alien Three is a flawed masterpiece. <laughs> it's in, it's inherently contradictory that movie. Yeah. I feel. That's, and that's part of what makes it so fascinating to watch and, and, and hear the back I'm talking too much about movies that aren't Rocky I'm sorry <laughs> I, I put you on this trail yeah. I, I gave you the gun yeah X-Men would be the only one that maybe I would bring up but then like I said there's there, there's, there's no ideal yeah. watching order for it's that just, it's just amazing I don't know how they pull and it does help that there's no like temptation really to do prequels and sequels because it's like the first Rocky there's no story really to tell before that. Yeah. Which helps so far, hopefully. Could you imagine if they get a Rocky prequel where it's like about the, young Rocky? There's that nowhere would be to go. The worst yeah. thing ever. You just Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm that's what I'm saying is that there's really no reason not to just keep moving forward in the timeline. And of course you don't It's like making a prequel about how the alien came to be. That would be terrible. Can you imagine if they made a prequel and then made a sequel to that prequel? That still was technically, I guess, a prequel to Alien, but also not. Could you imagine if Ridley Scott directed both of them? That would be awful. That would be the worst thing ever. I would hate to see that. Thing ever. Thank, thank the Lord that never happened. And what if they, like, wasted valuable talent like <laughs> Namir Pace and, like, Michael Fassbender? Could you imagine? What no. a night... What a living nightmare. <laughs> okay. So that is that was my first question, is that... It, it, just trying to highlight just how consistent this franchise is, both quality and continuity-wise. Second question, one, one last thing. How would you rank all the fights in the Rocky franchise? Specifically, the, the final fights. I'm not going to go into Thunder Lips and well, all that stuff. Well, you get into the tricky stuff, because Rocky Four is the best fight. 
I'm talking specifically like. I guess you can rank it however you feel like. See, uh, see I don't know how to rank it though. Or if we're going like tech, if we're from a technical angle, then Creed and Balboa are, are the best. You fights. think? You think so? You think yes. Balboa is better than the rest? The, the first five. Well, it also helps that they're actually hitting each other, and the rest are mm-hmm. just way too cartoony. Even even the first couple, like I said back in mm-hmm. those episodes, you can tell which punches don't actually land, but sure. they still sure. add sound effects. Yep. And then three and four are just ridiculous, but four is the most amazing yeah. thing ever. Well, it's interesting because they, they do all have kind of a different angle where it's like the first one, it's it's kind of sloppy on purpose. Like, it's a, again, it's a very grounded movie. It's kind of sloppy. There's not really dramatic pacing so much as it is just, it's a fight. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're getting to the point. We don't, we don't, we're not going to try and line this up. And the second one is, I mean, the tension in the end of the second one is spectacular. And the third one is very much, it's like the first fight, um, Mr. T, whatever, Clubber Lang beats up Rocky. And then the, the next fight, Rocky beats up Clubber Lang and there's not really, it's more a cathartic moment than it is necessarily anything to do with, like, I think a good I, fight. I, I would say that the second Clubber Lang fight, if we're talking about the end fights of each mm-hmm. movie, I would say that's the, the weakest. Aside so. from... Which aside, is kind of by design. Aside from the brawl at the end of five. Yes. I think the brawl at the end of the five is worse. And I, and I don't mean to keep piling on five. I just was not a huge fan. And I, I think well, I think it's just well, sort of the red-headed more, stepchild well, of Well, it franchise. also doesn't help that there's... Like Rocky knocks Tommy Gunn down, and then he just walks away, yeah. and then Tommy Gunn just gets up and tackles. And him. there's like like that happens like five times. Weird, yeah, it's just a weird fight to be happening in general. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I would say four is a masterpiece. <laughs> four is just amazing. I do. Like, think... I would be okay with just watching the Hearts on Fire montage and that fight, and then that, that's that's it. That's four. That's it. That's four. Maybe. Well, no, you got to watch the beginning of, of the the Creed the Creed Drago. I mean, because you got to watch the, the the like five minutes of them singing "Living in America" while he <laughs> while he he dances in. You got to watch all of that. And that's then watching. And then Drago's just like murdered. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, I just think it's interesting to, to, to look at that because they all kind of have a different spin on them. Yeah. That's pretty much all my thoughts on that. I don't want Creed 2. I would agree. I, I think the odds... Just, I think the odds of it being good are slim. Mm-hmm. I think it, at best it'll be alright. Yeah. I don't see it being very good. Yeah. Unless, like... I don't know. I don't even know who you'd get for a Rocky movie. Well, Christopher Nolan directs well, well, Creed 2. Well, they would have to do, like you were saying, they'd have to kill off Rocky, and I don't want to see that. No. We've come as close as you need no. to get to that. Like, we've pretty much had to deal with Rocky dying. Like, I don't need to actually see him go. Okay, okay, but, but hear me out. How do you feel about a Rocky movie? It's not it's not a Creed spinoff, it's a Rocky movie. where It's directed by Christopher Nolan and, it's just, and, the, have you ever and heard... the evil boxer is Tom Hardy. Yes, have you ever, yes, please. There we go. Have you ever heard of the... I believe this is the thing. That there was like an, an, a, a sort of just, just shelled uh, script that never even came close to seeing the light of day for a Gladiator sequel. Have you seen Gladiator? Yes. Yeah. A Gladiator sequel. I assumed you had, but just to make sure. A Gladiator sequel where... It's where... the best Ridley Scott movie next to Alien Covenant. Yeah. It... I don't know. Eight, eight, okay. Alien uh, Covenant's <laughs> the best movie ever made. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But there was a Gladiator sequel where, like, he went to hell and it was, like, this absurd, like, over-the-top insanity and just, like, went all over the place. That sounds like the Ridley Scott I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Ridley Scott had anything to do with this. But I believe that was an actual thing that they almost made. Sort of. Um, that it was just going to be, like, this absurd, like, journey into death or something. Like, the, the Hades and, like, him fighting, like... The, all the, how would you feel about a movie where Rocky ultimately ends up fighting the Grim Reaper in a boxing match? <laughs> it's just like if I can live and you can live, <laughs> everybody can live. He punches the skull right off of the Grim here we, Reaper. Here, here we go. It's Creed Two. It's Creed Two. Right. It's the Grim Reaper from the Grim Adventures. Of and Billy also, and I, Andy, should, right? I should. Yes, exactly. Um, I should mention that I will also. My life is in the my, hands of this guy. My, my opinion, it's like I'm in some wacky cartoon. <laughs> my opinion of Creed One versus Creed Two depend or Creed Two depends highly on like just my opinion of how I will feel. I will feel excitement wise or anything. For that depends extremely on whether or not they use two the number or two the Roman numerals because they better keep to the Rocky standard. <laughs> anyway, um, I I. I, I so here's here's my script for Creed Two. You make a very powerful. You call it Creed Two Cruise Control. <laughs> God dang it! No, you call it Creed Two. It's a very powerful movie about Creed and and Rocky dies in the middle, and that's sort of the inciting moment, and and like that's that's the moment that that sort of changes Creed's character, and it, it's a very driving moment, and and it literally the entire movie is directed just like Creed and just like Rocky Balboa, where it's it's very down to earth and subtle and everything, and like goes through that, and then the ending is. Pretty much exactly the same ending from Rocky Three. Only instead of him talking to Apollo Creed, he's talking to the Grim Reaper. The Grim, and then he ends up getting into a boxing match with the Grim, Rocky does with the Grim Reaper, and then it cuts as they go to throw a punch. And then it starts playing out of the tiger. <laughs> yes, exactly. I would also accept Zombie Rocky versus Zombie Creed as the final as that final tag fight. Take all of my money right now. <laughs> Take all of my Disney oh, my checks Lord. that I've stolen from Tyler right now. <laughs> all right, I think we. <laughs> I, I'm glad. I, I'm glad we finally got to a moment. I'm happy ending the Rocky franchise on. Oh, oh God! <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, Rocky, you didn't deserve that. <laughs> so, um, you can find us online at herecomethesequels.bogspot.com. We are. Through email at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. We are on iTunes at herecomethesequels. We're on Twitter at HCT Sequels. Um, YouTube. We are on YouTube. You just have to search Here Come the Sequels words. So, once again, the episodes, they're not like full video where you see our faces. Just a, just a nice picture of the whatever movie we're talking about yeah. and the audio. Yeah, if you, for whatever reason you prefer watching. If you got that YouTube red. Oh, that's right. Nobody has YouTube. <laughs> yep. Continue. So, uh, <laughs> see, that's the thing is, by the time you get to uploading this 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 episode, then everyone's gonna have YouTube red, and it's gonna be uploading into our brains, and they'll be laughing and, and, at and, and, and everybody. Will be like, will, oh. Everybody will just point at their computers while they're listening. And like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're just gonna be sitting sitting like in you know just in your room, and you're just gonna be like, w I feel something. <laughs> A presence I've not felt since. <laughs> Since we talked about Creed. Alright, so, right. so next time we're doing our Christmas slash New Year's spectacular. Yes. Uh, so we will be talking about Wonder Woman and Justice League in a big mega episode. I don't I know how long that's going to last, but... 
I don't want to talk about either of those movies, but for very different reasons. <laughs> so yeah, it should, it should be fun. Um, that'll that'll be coming out the normal time, and then we will be taking off for the rest of the year. We will see you uh, bright and early in the new year after that one, but we'll and, come and, around to that. And we're planning on doing the phase one of the Marvel yes, Cinematic Universe. Yes, that is the current idea. Um, not sure what... We're, we'll have to bounce, bounce around and try and maybe come up with a plan for... The, the, the year to start off right but I think that is what we're landing on is phase one of the MCU is we're we're finally going to land on we're feeling a superhero kick and we're, we're we're ready to go I'm always feeling a superhero kick yep alright hey, well I say that next week I'm going to be off that superhero kick because I don't want to talk about either of those <laughs> movies alright everybody thanks for listening we'll see you next time yep. <laughs> you gotta say the thing oh. you gotta say the line stay stay row everybody Come on, some enthusiasm. <laughs> just, just knock it over. It's fine. Sorry about that. <laughs>